Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Dr. Copen, I'm not going to bring you into the joke, but I do want to ask you, did you know that there's a difference between the tom turkey and the hen turkey? Because some people say they're going turkey shopping and they see this advertised in this way. I'm not an expert on turkeys, <laughs> unfortunately, but... I don't think I'll ever look at a capon in the same way, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. This is, uh, I, but I understand why they call it the capon because that just sounds a lot better than what it is. And uh, we'll just leave it there. Oh, Dr. Copen, I don't know. We, you know, we, I ask people how they're handling Thanksgiving, and I, and I know this can be a touchy subject. Others are telling me, you know what, we're just, we figured this out. We know how to do things safely now, and we're going to continue and hug and kiss our relatives and just do Thanksgiving and, and really be grateful for that. Others are saying we have, well, let's, let me look at this one here. We have both vaccinated and unvaccinated people in our family, and I'm not worried. The unvaccinated understand their risks and also are very unlikely to catch COVID from the vaccinated in our family. So people are just going to be careful and make their own choices is what they're saying. I don't know. Do you, how, how do you, do you have any advice on this or do you leave it up to people's comfort levels? Yeah, obviously, in the end, it's up to individuals. Families have to make their own decisions. Um, I would be concerned, though, if there's a mix of vaccinated and unvaccinated family members. Um, I think it puts the vaccinated people in a bad position. Uh, And I would hope, and we still have time, um, that Johnson & Johnson could do it if you're not vaccinated. But if a family, and we've talked about this before, and I think it's such an important point, if there are elderly members of the family, if there's immunocompromised members of the family, and there's somebody who's going to be coming who's not vaccinated, I think that family really needs to seriously consider asking the not vaccinated family member to stay away. Mm -hmm. The risk of giving COVID to somebody who's immunocompromised or somebody who's elderly, even if that person is fully vaccinated and has been boosted, in my opinion, is just too high. We don't want to give a disease that could be devastating to a member of our family. So I I think every family has to go through that thought process and they need to decide what's best for them and what's safe for the various members of their family. Booster shots now available. At least Cook County says that no adult is going to be turned down if you decide you want to come get it, even if you don't fall into the exact category. They have enough supply, and they're encouraging people to go on by and uh, get your booster in time for Thanksgiving. It's uh, probably, you recommend it, doctor? I do. I do. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, I, I know now that I believe there are four states that have made that declaration that any adult over the age of 18 with the correct timing after after their um, their initial vaccination series, it's okay, come in, we have plenty of vaccine, go ahead and get boosted. I think we're going to see a change at CDC on this too in short order with the recommendation that anybody who's eligible, anybody who has been vaccinated is now eligible for the booster. I think that's a good idea. Okay, good to know. Um, Something else I wanted to make sure I asked you about. Oh, just generally speaking, there are some headlines popping up about cases are on the rise in some areas. What about here locally? What about in our state? Um, Anything to be concerned about? 
Well, unfortunately, we're starting to see an increase in the number of cases um, in the state of Illinois. We know that the upper Midwest, um, northern Wisconsin, northwestern Wisconsin, Minnesota, the Dakotas, um, Michigan now, we're seeing a big increase in the number of cases. That hasn't happened yet in Illinois, but our positivity rate has gone from 2 to 2.5%. We're starting to see more cases. And this does make sense. I mean, we're inside now. It's gotten cold out. It's not like it was a month ago or even a couple of weeks ago where many of us would be outside. So we're inside together. There's family gatherings that we're going to be together. So we're seeing an increase in the number of cases. And I think we're going to continue, unfortunately, to see an increase in the number of cases. Hopefully not to the point where it was when we had our last increase in cases, the last wave, because we have lots of people now who are vaccinated, people who've had natural infection. But this is something we got to look out for. And I think the message, Anna, to everybody is we may be done with the pandemic, but unfortunately the pandemic is not done with us. Hmm. Yeah, and that it seems to be the case. We're learning to live with it. And at times like this, it just it just feels like people are making decisions on whether or not they do these gatherings and things like that. You know, I think some people feel very comfortable. Um, you know, they, they feel like they've figured it out and, and that it's okay. And then there are others who don't have that comfort level at all. And maybe, uh, you know, especially if you have somebody who needs to be protected in the family, uh, there's a lot of concern. Listen to this one here, 224. We have several unvaccinated adults joining us Thanksgiving. How do you feel about including unvaccinated children in that gathering? Yeah, so unvaccinated unvaccinated kids. Now kids over the age of five can be vaccinated, and I hope they are getting vaccinated. Um, children who are unvaccinated obviously are going to be coming to the Thanksgiving gathering. And I think that's okay. As long as the kids are asymptomatic, they're feeling well. If one of the kids has even a cold, what seems to be a cold, they should not be coming to the Thanksgiving gathering because we don't know for sure what that is. So again, it goes back to each family has got to make the assessment, what is safe and what is not safe Who's going to be present? Do we all feel good to be together where we don't have to worry that a member of our family is going to get sick from this thing? Mm -hmm. Back to the flu. It came up earlier. Ann Arbor campus. I'm just looking at the story here now, Dr. Copen. They've had several hundred people. I guess the CDC is now looking to see what's going on there. It is... um, it's the kind of thing, 528 cases at last check of flu. We know that we normally see flu cases this time of year. What, is anything different? Anything we should know about this now? Yeah, I haven't seen this. So that's really interesting, Anna, because that would be the first cluster of influenza infections I've heard of in our area. Um, in Illinois, we're still in a very, very low influenza state. So that's good. Um, however, if it's in Ann Arbor, that means it's getting close. So what's the message here? For those of our listeners who have not yet gotten their annual flu shot, this is a great time to go get it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get the flu. We all know about the flu. Go get the um, the influenza vaccine now before that virus makes its way makes its way to our area. Okay, good to point out. And what about the flu vaccine and the boosters? Can you take them near each other? That's okay? 
Yeah, according to CDC, and now we have a ton of experience, you actually can get your booster shot and your flu shot at the same time. It's safe. You can go ahead and do that. For an individual who would like to separate it just because they don't like the idea of getting two vaccines at the same time, that's okay, too. Get one or the other and then come back in a week or two to get the second one. Okay, good to know. Novamax is not approved here in the U.S. yet, but could that be another vaccine on the horizon? Is that Where is that one available, Dr. Copen? Yeah, there's some places in the world, other countries that have approved it. The expectation is the Novavax company is going to submit its data to FDA by the end of the year, sometime in December. Um, This is a different type of vaccine. The technology behind it is different than the mRNA and the adenovirus vaccines that we currently have in the United States. There's a lot of promise with this vaccine, so it will be interesting when we can see their actual data when they submit it to FDA. Having said that, the vaccines that we have available right now, as we've been saying now for almost a year, that's hard to believe. It's almost a year Mm -hmm. since we started to vaccinate people. Um, Safe, effective, don't wait for Novavax. If you haven't been vaccinated, just go ahead and get one of the vaccines that we have available now. 847, we just had a family gathering last weekend, about eight people fully vaccinated with boosters. Just after that party, we found out one of the people was in contact with someone who was positive. Not a week later, four of the eight have tested positive in our small group. Just something to think about, I suppose, as we, you know, you, you just, it's still there. It's still out there, as you say, Dr. Copen. Yeah, and, you know, it. I, I'm willing to um, bet, although I don't know, that of the four people at that gathering, who did contract the infection, they're fine. Um, The vaccines do their job. Vaccines are not perfect in preventing infection. Remember, even in the best situation, in the um, controlled studies that validated the vaccines, we're talking about 90% effectiveness against getting infected. So that means 10% of the people, even in those studies, were still getting infected. So they're not 100% effective. However, this is the key thing. When you are vaccinated, even if you do have a breakthrough infection, you're not going to get very sick and you're not going to die. And that's really the most important message here. So those four members of that gathering, yes, they got it. I bet you they had. What, what we would consider to be mild cold symptoms, and they're probably okay by now. Uh, final question before I let you go, Dr. Copen. A couple of people asking about the treatments for COVID. Is it getting better? Are you seeing improvement in terms of people who show up in the emergency room uh, and the treatments available, how they're working? Yeah, so that that's a good story. Um, when I think about what we're capable of doing for the sickest of the sick um, who can need hospitalization with COVID, Compared to where we were at the beginning of the pandemic, it's it's day and night. Um, it's it's we're we're good at this now. Um, we know what to do. We know how to take care of these patients. Um, our our treatment is much better. I, again, I have to give the disclaimer, Anna. That doesn't mean that you don't get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. The other thing is the um, I, I saw a headline that Merck just I mean, I'm sorry, Pfizer mm-hmm. just submitted its data to FDA to get its anti-COVID pill treatment 
um, approved, and I suspect it will be, and hopefully by by December, sometime in December, we're going to have another treatment that we're going to be able to give even to outpatients when people contract COVID. So there's a lot of good developments. We're going to have additional medications in short order where we're going to be able to treat people. And this is important because this is going to help us also end the pandemic. That sounds good. I like that part of it. We'll have to see. I hope everyone stays safe over Thanksgiving. But we'll talk again on Thursday. Uh, Dr. Copen, thank you for your time today. Always like to hear right, from everybody you. take care. Bye bye. Dr. Jeffrey Copen is chief medical officer of Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest Hospital, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care.